and welcome back to the Wise Athletes Podcast with your hosts, Joe Lavelle and Dr. Glenn Winkle. On today's episode number 103, we are talking with Beth Shirley, a registered pharmacist and certified clinical nutritionist. Beth is a pioneer in the intersection of traditional pharmacy and the targeted use of nutritional supplementation. And since 2009, Beth has pushed the boundaries on the beneficial application of dietary nitrates to increase nitric oxide for improved health and athletic performance. Okay, play along with me here. What if I told you that there is a chemical produced by your body that is critical to blood circulation and to healing, in which older athletes are chronically deficient, and that solving the deficiency results in better athletic performance, faster recovery from exercise and injury, lower blood pressure, better immune function, and improved cognition. And if I told you that it isn't banned or illegal or even detrimental to your long-term health, I bet you'd say, that's bull. And then you'd ask where you get some. Well, in any case, that was my reaction because I had long ago tried beetroot powder without noticing any benefit. But it turns out I was blocking the benefit with mistakes I didn't know I was making. The good news is anyone can use low-cost test strips to understand their nitric oxide status and to monitor improvements as they make changes in their diet and their oral care practices. This is what I am doing right now. I have been using the test strips since I spoke with Beth, and so far I have already made changes. My intake of nitrates was only sufficient when I ate celery, so now I am eating celery every day while I navigate toward adding additional nitrate-containing vegetables or nitrate supplements. My mouthwash and toothpaste included chemicals detrimental to my oral microbiome, so I have dropped mouthwash and replaced my toothpaste. Brushing my tongue with my toothbrush turned out to be too invasive for my oral microbiome, and so now I just tongue scrape. And still, I am not done. Just so you know, I have put a link in the show notes so that you can get discounted test strips for yourself. If you are an older athlete like me, interested in staying strong and healthy as the years add up, as well as in recovering some functionality already lost to aging, then you should listen to this episode. The conversation with Beth is somewhat technical, I admit, but it also includes some easy-to-follow tips mentioned along the way. I predict nitric oxide will be a significant step up in your efforts to remain a strong and healthy athlete late into life. All right, let's talk to Beth Shirley about making more nitric oxide for health and athletic performance. Beth Shirley, welcome to the Wise Athletes Podcast. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Beth, looking forward to your talk today. Good, good. Awesome, awesome. All right, Beth, thank you for joining us. Before we jump in and talk about our topic today, which is nitric oxide, could you tell our audience a bit about your background? How do you come to know so much about nitric oxide? Sure. Um, I'm a pharmacist and a certified clinical nutritionist. Okay. So I was a pharmacist for 20 years, and I became one because I thought I was going to help people. Mm-hmm. And after 20 years of seeing people come back sicker and sicker on more and more drugs, in 1997, I became a certified clinical nutritionist. Okay. So I became the pharmacist to go to if you wanted to get off drugs or not go down that road to even begin with. Nice. And then in 2009, I started working with a nitric oxide company and help develop a product like one of the first basic nitric oxide products on the market. So I've been in the nitric oxide world since 2009. All right. Okay. Well, that's great. And with a pharmacy background, I, I guess you've got all the chemistry chops to 
understand how all this stuff works. Yeah, all the biochemistry. Fantastic. Okay, well, I have to say that until I heard you on a podcast a couple of months ago, I was happily living my life thinking that nitric oxide was a failed athletic performance booster that I was tricked into trying the beetroot juice powder that I had bought a big bag of and took religiously every day. It just didn't do anything for me. And I just thought, well, either it was a scam or the effect was so small that it didn't really matter anyway. So you can imagine my shock when I am listening to you talk in this podcast about how nitric oxide is so fundamental to human physiology. It's required for the proper functioning of the body beyond just like superior athletic performance. And so when I heard you describe the many, many different ways the body fails when there's insufficient nitric oxide, in my mind, I, I shifted from thinking about the inflammation theory of aging and I'm thinking about maybe it's the nitric oxide theory of aging, you know, and honestly, I didn't even take your word for it. I, this, it was just too much for me. So I checked around. I, I started looking for more people talking about this topic and I found them. This is real. Yeah. And so that's what I got back to you and asked you to come on the podcast. And so I'm really pleased that you have joined us. Well, nitric oxide touches every single physiological process and it's the base of all healing. When you're nitric oxide deficient, you don't heal. So nitric oxide governs circulation and microcirculation. So this is so critical in delivering oxygen, glucose, nutrients to the cells, and just as importantly, carrying the debris away. So cells can't be more than two cells away from a functioning microcapillary. Uh Deplete the nitric oxide, all these little microcapillaries that aren't functioning right So these cells aren't being fed correctly. Okay. So nitric oxide is essential for learning and memory. It's essential for healthy kidney function, for our vision, for our eye health. Nitric oxide is essential to even start making your hormones. So it's essential in the hypothalamus to make your gonadotropin-releasing hormone, which then goes to the pituitary to make your LH and your FSH, which then go to, you know, down to your ovaries and testes to make your testosterone and your estrogen. Nitric oxide is essential for um, our immune function. So it's our first defense against pathogens, against virus, bacteria, fungi. It's important to keep our lungs, the bronchioles open. It's required for sex in both men and women. Both of us. Wow. I know. For like blood sugar regulation, there's a receptor on the cell called the GLUT4 receptor. Yeah. It requires nitric oxide in order to bring the glucose into the cell. So insulin sensitivity is dependent on nitric oxide? Nitric oxide, yeah. It increases mitochondrial biogenesis. Uh So that's your little ATP producing organelle. So you want all these mitochondria healthy and happy. Yeah, right. Well, I wonder why it didn't work for me back when I tried it. But let's don't get to that yet. Yeah. Having listened to you talk, I can imagine a few reasons why it didn't work. And we'll come back to that. 
All right, so we've made the point that nitric oxide is really important here. And we're not talking about nitrous oxide. That's the laughing no. gas thing that you get at the dentist. Yeah. This is nitric oxide. It's a nitrogen and an oxygen. And it's, right. I've actually heard it described as a free radical. It is a free radical. But it operates as an electron donor. So that means that it's like an antioxidant, anti-inflammatory effect. So anyway, it's a good thing. Only a free radical can scavenge another free radical. Uh, okay, okay. Okay, so it actually decreases inflammation. Right. Well, good. So let's move to um, helping the audience who's listening here going, what? This is too much. Yeah. I, know, I don't really know. I don't know if this applies to me. I'm sure that this applies more to some people than to other people. I mean, obviously, if it's fundamental to physiology, it applies to everybody. But I'm guessing that my children and me, when I was my children's age, I, I wasn't deficient in nitric oxide. Right. But things happen. People get older. Okay. That could be one thing. But then people start exactly. taking medications or they start using products which interfere with this process. Can you give, kind of give us a rundown of who are the kinds of people that probably have more of an issue with this than other people? Well, by the, like we make nitric oxide through two different pathways. Right. One is your nitric oxide synthase enzyme, which takes arginine to make nitric oxide. All right. And the other pathway is the nitrate to nitrite to nitric oxide pathway. So that's what we get in the, the vegetables or in a supplement, the nitrate. Okay. However, by the time we're 40, our ability to make nitric oxide through that enzyme, through that NOS enzyme. With arginine. Decreases to about 50%, right? Uh, and by uh, the time we're 60, it's only functioning about 15%. Okay, that's bad. So that's why supporting that nitrate to nitrite to nitric oxide pathway is so critical to support. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask you a question first about that uh, NOS pathway, the, sure. the arginine. And, I, and this actually rings a bell now because I remember another thing that I did at one point was I supplemented arginine. And then I, I read, oh, you shouldn't do that. You should do citrulline. Yeah. And, then I, and so I was doing that. And, and that never really seemed to do me any good either. Is that because I was older and that pathway just was not functioning well for me? Exactly. Most of the studies that show that arginine increases nitric oxide are actually done on young, fit male athletes uh, whose NOS is functioning. Yeah. But see, there's all sorts of other things that can make NOS not work too, like um, medications. You were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. So antibiotics interfere with it, antifungals, antidepressants, the SSRIs, oh. birth control pills. That's why they don't like women over the age of 35 to take birth control pills because of the cardiovascular complications. Oh. NSAIDs, your ibuprofen. Vitamin I. PPIs, those proton pump inhibitors. That, those PPIs interfere with the production of nitric oxide through both pathways. Okay, okay. Pollution, glyphosate. Glyphosate is everywhere. EMF. Hmm. EMF uncouples that NOS enzyme See that, uh. and makes it not functional. The thing is, is when you uncouple NOS, 
you not only cannot make nitric oxide, you're actually making superoxide. Which is like a free radical? Yeah, which is, yeah, it's damaging. But see, this is why I don't like giving people arginine when their NOS is not functioning. Oh, because it just makes more damaging particles. Yeah, more superoxide. Does the same thing happen when you take citrulline, do, do you know? Because I, I know that people do that sometimes instead. They think that somehow that's better. Yeah, it's a little better than arginine because, see, the cell takes up citrulline and makes its own arginine to feed into that NOS cycle. But if the NOS is not functioning, it's still not going to work. Okay. Okay. And then lack of exercise. You were talking about that interferes with our production of nitric oxide. I see. So if we do exercise, that's good for our production of nitric oxide and not exercising, I guess maybe we're not using the enzymes and so they they go away. They don't go away, but they become not functional. Okay. But I mean, they're still there. But stress is the big one too. Stress uncouples that NOS enzyme. So that's why when we're stressed, we get sick easier because you you can't make your nitric oxide to fight those pathogens. And when we're stressed, we have more cardiovascular issues, more hypertension, more MIs, more strokes, because you're not making that nitric oxide. I guess maybe you said it in case you didn't. People with high blood pressure probably are having nitric oxide issues. High blood pressure, any kind of sexual dysfunction. A lot of times ED is one of the first signs of cardiovascular disease of a nitric oxide deficiency. Yeah, I've even heard that uh, people who take like Viagra and that sort of thing, that half of the people who use it don't, it doesn't work because their bodies don't make enough nitric oxide for those medications, which just sort of make the nitric oxide somehow stick around longer or something. Yeah, those, you've got to have enough nitric oxide on hand in order to be able to get an erection. So those pills allow that erection to hang around longer. Okay. But if you don't have enough nitric oxide to begin with, then the pills can't right. help you. Right. Okay. And so I guess if, if you have some plaques in your arteries, then perhaps that's also a clue that you've got some um, issues with nitric oxide. Yeah. All right. So this applies to a lot of people. I think one other set of people that I'll mention just to uh, foreshadow more of the future conversation here is that anybody who's using an antiseptic mouthwash is having a problem with nitric oxide. So uh, fluoride toothpaste uh, is fluoride anti antibacterial or the whitening toothpaste every day because a lot of those are using hydrogen peroxide. So anything that that will alter your microbiome in your mouth. Right. Yeah. So people think, oh, I want to kill all the bacteria in my mouth. That's bad. That's mm-hmm. causing me to have cavities and bad breath and periodontal disease or, you know, whatever. But there's good bugs in there too, just like there's good bugs in your gut. But see, a disturbed microbiome is what's causing you to have the bad breath uh-huh. and the cavities. But the beautiful thing about nitrate is it actually restores microbiomes. So it's healthy for us. Yes. How interesting. Microbiomes everywhere, the gut, the mouth, the skin. 
Well, let's talk about that. Okay, so anybody listening here, there's been a, something tickling in the back of their mind. Nitrate. Where have I heard that before? Nitrate. And they'll be, if they're like me, they'll think, oh yeah, aren't those the bad things that are in like bacon and hot dogs and stuff? Aren't I not supposed to eat those? That's like a preservative of or something, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, so what's going on with that? Okay, that, when they came out with that back in the 70s, saying that they were dangerous, this was in a test tube. This was in the lab. This wasn't in somebody's body. And then they also figured out that if you just have a little bit of an antioxidant with it, you're not going to make your nitrosamines. Okay. So that whole theory, I mean, there's probably something in those hot dogs that aren't healthy for us, but it's not the nitrite or the nitrate. Okay. And in fact, when you look at these, these foods and they say no nitrites, no nitrates added, what they, what they use is like powdered celery or celery salt. Okay. Well, celery is loaded with nitrates. <laughs> okay. So there's even actually more nitrates in the no nitrate, nitrite added foods. Okay, that's funny. But since, but what you're saying is it's not actually bad for us. No. And I, and I think the other thing that I heard was that when you eat nitrates with like a vitamin C or something like that, which you would when you ate it with vegetables. Right. Then it, there's no way for it to convert into that. Neutrosamines. Yeah. Right. All right, good. All right, so we cleared that up. You don't worry about the nitrates are good. We want nitrates. Nitrates are good for your gut. They're good for your biomes in your mouth and elsewhere. All right, well, that is good. So where should we go with this thing, Beth? We talked about how the this NOS pathway that, and I don't know, maybe that generated half of our nitric oxide when we were younger and, and healthy in lots of different ways has been diminishing and we're down to so you know 20 15% of that is working anymore and then the other half when we were young was coming from if we were eating a healthy diet and weren't killing our oral biome was coming from eating nitrates and then something else happened which you can uh, help us understand but for the older athlete the audience listening here uh, you know I, i'm not sure if there's anything we can do to get our nos pathway working better well, there is. Ah, okay. Okay. Nitrate actually helps you to recouple that NOS and yeah. make it functional again. See, NOS is a dimer. So it's two molecules, you know, of the same thing hooked together by this one molecule called BH4, which is tetrahydrobiopterin. So... That is part of your MTHFR cycle, you know? Uh -huh. So that's another thing. Like if you have any MTHFR genetic SNPs, you're, you are by definition nitric oxide deficient because uh, you can't make that BH4. But you can make it through the nitrate nitrite path? Yeah, you can make your nitric oxide through that pathway, but also nitrates help increase the production of BH4 Oh. So it actually helps recouple that NOS. Okay. All right. So it sounds like that for the older athlete listening here, the answer is you got to get more nitrates into your body and you've got to stop 
whatever you've been doing that is stopping the nitrates from becoming nitrites. Is that right? Right. I mean, can you consume nitrite um, directly or is it just nitrates? Well, you can, but it like there is a lozenge on the market that is a nitrite lozenge. Ah. Okay. However, nitrite only has a half-life of about 20 minutes to an hour, ah. where nitrate has a half-life of six to eight hours. So ah. it's more of a long-acting kind of thing. So if you just eat some vegetables, you'll get it. Yeah, so nitrite, it does a lot more things than nitrite. So nitrate helps rebuild your microbiomes everywhere. Nitrate also helps protect and repair leaky gut uh, and leaky brain. Yeah, nitrate is the key. Oh, I got to ask this question. <laughs> Not all plants have the same amount of nitrate. So some have more than others. Right. I heard that organic produce has less it does. than non-organic, which is a real bummer. But tell me why. Because they use nitrate fertilizer mm. on the inorganic foods. And foods grown in different parts of the country have different amounts of nitrate too. Uh, so maybe it's hard to know whether you're getting enough but it's easy to figure out because there's some saliva test strips tell us about that okay so we consume the nitrates they get absorbed they circulate around they get concentrated in the salivary glands salivary glands release a nitrate and then we've got that good bacteria on our tongue that will convert that nitrate into nitrite so that's your immediate precursor to nitric oxide. Uh -huh. So we swallow the nitrite. In the acidic environment of the stomach, some of that nitrite gets converted to nitric oxide. Here's your protection against E. coli, H. pylori. Uh -huh. But most of the nitrite gets absorbed, and in different tissues, different cells, they can reduce that nitrite to nitric oxide on an as-needed basis. Like when you're exercising in the muscles, the myoglobin can reduce that nitrite to nitric oxide as needed. So when you're exercising, you need more delivery of oxygen, glucose, and nutrients to your cells, and you need to be carrying away that debris. Yeah. So the muscles can make nitric oxide if it has the stores of nitrate and nitrite. And in fact, muscles are, are a big storage place for that nitrate and nitride. Okay. But also in your mitochondria. Like when the mitochondria become uncoupled, when they start making a lot of free radicals, a lot of superoxide, nitrite can help recouple that, that mitochondria. Huh. So it's not making so much free radicals. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so we want to eat... A lot of nitrates. Arugula. And you said celery. Yeah, and spinach. Bok choy. All right. And butter lettuce. Well, beets have <laughs> got to have it. I mean, that's the thing we hear about all the time. Uh-huh. But actually, arugula has more than beets. Okay. Yeah. Well, but only beets let you pee purple. So yeah. you, know, that, you got that going for you. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, okay, so you want to eat some vegetables. We'll, we'll talk about supplements here in a little bit, but uh, I'm sure, like I even tried to do at one point, you can buy a bag of, of a beetroot juice powder. Okay, so let's get into that thing. What I have heard, in fact, I, I just was on uh, one of those services that I pay for that they, they study supplements and they see which ones have in them what they say they have and that sort of thing. And they studied these beetroot juice powders and they're like, there's like no nitrate in these things. No wonder it didn't do any good. It was just purple powder. There was no nitrate in it. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the thing with, with supplements. You really, you've got to go with somebody you can trust. Yeah. Somebody that has, you know, that, you know what they're giving you is going to work. Right. But there's where those strips come into play, like the test strips, saliva test strips. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. I, I forgot. Yeah. These, you, it's a saliva test strip. You put it on your tongue, and immediately it will, it will turn a shade of pink. And the darker the pink it is, the more nitrite you have in your saliva. Okay. So this way you can actually check to see if, if you're at threshold, if you're optimal, if you're getting enough through your diet, or do you need to supplement it to keep those levels up? Even more, right. Or maybe some medicine you're taking or some... It's interfering with the microbiome. Mouthwash you're using is interfering. And so it's sort of an end product. If it's in the spit then you're good. A few steps have worked. But yep. if you, it's not good, then somewhere along the pathway, it's broken. Whether yep. you're buying bad powder or you're using mouthwash that kills your microbiome or whatever it is. Uh, I actually was wondering if, you know, being hydrated matters. Because, I mean, if you don't have spit, I mean, if you don't have a lot of saliva, maybe that is an, a part of an interference in uh, this pathway. It might disturb the microbiome some, but, but those little bacteria, the anaerobic bacteria, they're in the crypts of the tongue. Okay. Okay. You'd have to be really, really dehydrated, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, so one of the things that I heard and as I was uh, checking you out was that there was a dentist who was saying, oh, you should tape your mouth at night so that you won't sleep with your mouth open. Right. So your mouth won't dry out. But the other thing that happens is that right. you'll nose breathe, you'll nasal breathe. And in your nasal passages, your body makes nitric oxide that gets into your body. And, and this guy claimed that it was 25% of the nitric oxide comes through your nasal passages. Well, I don't know if it's 25%. However, you still, for that to happen, though, you've got to have your NOS functioning correctly, hmm. or you've got to have a good nitrate nitrite stores mm -hmm. so if your nos isn't functioning correctly and and you don't have good nitrate nitrite stores you're not going to be making optimal nitric oxide through nose breathing okay i mean not breathing through your mouth might have other benefits um, but it might not give you the no benefits if you don't have your system working so right i guess people should just bear that in mind well so where do people find these test strips is this the company that you work with? Yes. Okay, so we'll get that uh, name and, and I'll, get, I'll put the link to all that stuff in the show notes because that sounds like 
something that people ought to have just so that they know. Just so you know, and it's, it's, it's instantaneous. Right. And it, and it allows you to, to examine if you're getting enough through your diet. And if you're not, you better take care of it because cardiovascular disease is still the number one killer in the United States. Right. Okay, so let me just see if I, I've got this, the way that this process works. It's been confusing to me as I've been trying to get it. You eat nitrates. Right. So we're not talking about the supplements and the lozenges and all of that other, but the, you eat nitrates in your vegetables and maybe your hot dogs. <laughs> and some of that could be transformed immediately, I guess, in your mouth while you're chewing it. But mostly what happens is that the nitrates go into your body and they then somehow come back and they get into your saliva glands. Right. Now, they also are going into your gut and they're helping your gut microbiome. And I don't know, maybe they're getting into your body and, and you have a store of these nitrates inside of your body. But one of the things that happens is that these nitrates get into your saliva glands and then it's in your saliva, which then mixes with the bacteria that's in your tongue, if you've got the right kind, and it converts it into nitrites. Right. Which then goes down into your stomach when you swallow your spit. And from there, it starts working, right? Some of the acid mm -hmm. in the stomach turns into nitric oxide right there, and that's, that's protective. And some of the nitrate then is, is absorbed into the body, and now that is getting stored in the body for use when the body needs it as it gets converted into uh, nitric oxide. And when it gets used, this nitric oxide, so it, and it gets used, when it gets made, it gets used immediately, I guess as, as a gas, we, we don't like gas bubbles floating around in our body. It's immediately used. It gets right. turned back into the nitrate or nitrite. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So then it's available to be used again, I guess. Again. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, so roughly, I got that right, basically. And then nitric oxide also complexes with some amino acids. Like it can complex with glutathione to make kind of a long-acting nitric oxide and glutathione molecule. Oh, so instead of lasting for a second or two, it can last longer. It can last longer. Okay. Right. And so that is dependent on having good glutathione, which is a, a powerful antioxidant in the body. Right. Okay. I know people have uh, talked about as people get older and they have more inflammation chronically in their bodies that possibly they have too little glutathione and they try to build that back up somehow, glycine and uh, cysteine and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, because glutathione is, is not, like a lot of people are supplementing with glutathione, but it's not really taken up by the cell. There's oh. a concentration gradient. So usually it's broken down into its individual amino acids, the three amino acids, and, and cysteine is usually the rate-limiting amino acid, so that's taken up by the cell. The nitric oxide complexes with that, that cysteine. All right. Well, so um, let's see. What else can we tell people about? How, what can they do to work on this? We've, we've said uh, stop with the mouthwash. And we said eat vegetables, but we didn't actually say how much. One of the things that I heard was that the standard American diet, and I 
can't imagine I actually know anybody who eats that diet, but okay, if you're eating that diet, then you're not e eating enough. You, you know, you need something like three or 400 milligrams of nitrate a day. Right. And, and a person eating a standard American diet is getting about 150. So they're just not getting enough. So, but how do you get three or 400? I mean, what are we talking about in terms of volume of vegetables? About five ounces of spinach or seven ounces of beets. Oh, it's not a tremendous amount. It, it's yeah. just, you got to keep, you got to be after it. Right. Let's talk about supplements. What can people do? I mean, let's say, let's say they're working on it. Let's say they're like me, right? And they, you know, celery. Okay, good. Thank God you said celery because that, that'll be my, my main thing. But, you know, as I try to work up to arugula, you know, and bok choy and, and these other <laughs> more exotic things. Butter lettuce. Okay, I, I don't even know what that is. Then what supplements? What I don't want to buy, you know, the same old beetroot juice powder that was just purple powder and didn't have any nitrate in it. Although now I know I could get these strips to test, but how, how do you get a decent supplement? And I guess it can't be a capsule. Well, I guess it could be if, because it's going to go into your stomach and then it's going to get into your salivary glands. Right. But if you ate it, it gets into your it gets into your, the bacteria in your mouth immediately. And so you, maybe you get an extra pass versus taking a pill that goes past your mouth and, and directly into your stomach. I don't know. Is that true? Not necessarily. Okay. So it usually takes like after you eat or after you do a supplement, it will take about like an hour, an hour and a half before your strip will start changing. Okay. So it's pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, but if you're looking for a boost before athletic performance, give yourself an hour, roughly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it will increase exercise endurance, uh -huh. decrease recovery time. These are good things. These are excellent things. Yeah. The beats came to prominence back in the 2012 Olympics. That's kind of when um, all the the people started being interested in it. Uh, you know, they, they started using it prior to the Olympics. Uh, and so it's just, ever since then, it's just kind of grown and grown a little bit more every year. And now, now it's, you know, people, you know, when you say nitric oxide, they, they've heard of it before. Yeah. Well, some guys won the Nobel Prize for it, didn't they? Yeah. Three, three men in 1998, right? Yeah, well, I guess that meant that they their discoveries were well before that. So I guess this has been around for a while, and then the marketers got a hold of it and started making too many promises, and, and too many people like me got burned and stopped believing it. But it is true, you just got to eat your vegetables or get a decent supplement and now that you've got these test strips you can know whether it's working or not and if it's not try something else yeah well that's that's really good that's really good and you lower your blood pressure improve your athletic performance improve sleep oh wow sleep. okay you're talking to me exactly now i gotta do this i gotta get these test strips yeah rem sleep is nitric oxide mediated so as we, get, as we get older, our ability to make nitric oxide decreases, which interferes with our circadian rhythm. Huh. So sleep is nitric oxide mediated. 
depression and anxiety, nitric oxide mediated. I mean, it's very common, almost like it's a shock to meet somebody who's older who doesn't have sleep problems. I wonder if that is at the root of it. Gosh. Yeah. I'm going to find out. Test trips, <laughs> number one, and then, um, you know, I'm going to try all kinds of things to uh, try to get these benefits, heart health and um, lowering of blood pressure and improving in my sleep. Cognition. If you don't, like our brain is only like 2% of our body weight. Yeah. But it requires almost 25% of the oxygen intake. Yeah. Okay. And so that means all these little microcapillaries in your brain have to be open in order to be able to feed these cells that oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if your circulation is not good, your brain's your brain's not functioning right. Well, I hate when that happens. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. All right. Yes, okay, we Beth. Do. All right, so we've, we've sort of gotten through my list of questions here. What haven't we spoken about? What else should people know about? And then we'll, we'll talk about the company that uh, you work with the, who sells these test strips and other things. Well, all healing depends on nitric oxide. So we heal through stem cells. Stem cells are what governs our healing. Uh -huh. So stem cells require nitric oxide in order to go where they need to go and do what they need to do. The hemoglobin in, in your red blood cell that carries the oxygen to your cells requires nitric oxide connected to it in order to deliver the oxygen to the cells. So you could be super saturated with, with oxygen and if you're nitric oxide deficient, you're not being able to release that oxygen to your cells. Ouch. So that means that, you, you know, you do some uh, finger meter to see what your oxygen level is, and it's good, but it's not really doing you any good because it's not releasing the oxygen to, to then pick up a CO2 and go back to the lungs. It's just carrying the oxygen around. Right. Wow. Okay. So that's why, you know, by optimizing your nitric oxide, you do better, like, do better in, in altitudes. You know, because you, you you utilize that oxygen better. That's interesting. What oxygen you do have, you utilize it better. Interesting. I wonder if that's another indicator of having a problem with nitric oxide. If at altitude you have trouble. It is. It's a nitric oxide deficient state. Wow. Right. Okay. All right. So you were telling us new information as a part of the wrap up. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's excellent. That's what I asked you to do. I, I want to know it all. Um, and, I, and if I could, I, I'd ask you to just pour your mind out into the show notes. But uh, I've asked other people for the same thing, and I never get it. So um, tell us, uh, what, what is this company uh, that you work with that has these test strips, and what else do they offer? Um, I work with Berkeley Life. Okay. And they've got a nitrate-based capsule. Okay. So it has the, the biological, physiological dose of nitrate. So it's got the amount that you need for the yes. day. Yes. Okay. So two capsules of those in the morning. And then, you know, check your saliva an hour, hour and a half later. 
to make sure that you're being able to convert. Because if you're not converting, then start asking the questions. Am I using mouthwash? Am I using, you know... What toothpaste am I using? Yeah. Start asking those questions. Is there like a source where people can go to find maybe mouthwashes that don't kill bugs? Or how about maybe like um, certain chewing gums with xylitol? Is that good? Is that bad? Different people react differently. So use the strip ah, to okay. see. Okay. Okay. Use yeah. The so the strips strip. are the key. Whatever, yep. If it's not working, change something. See yep. if you can get it working. Yep. All right. And is it ever a problem where they just don't have the right bugs in their mouth? And can they buy a probiotic and populate it? What have you found? No, there's, there's, no, there's no probiotic with the, those bugs that have that capability. Okay. However, the beautiful thing about nitrate supplementation is with continued use, you are actually rebuilding that healthy microbiome. Okay. So there, there have only been a few people that I've dealt with that had a hard time. Like one guy, it took him a month of, of taking the capsules every day before we started changing his strip. Okay. You know, but, but it eventually did. All right. Well, that's good. People ought to do this. The benefits are tremendous. And the chances that if you're an older athlete, the chance that you have something to gain is like impossibly big. So uh, you really ought to chase this down and see how it works for you. And the, and the easiest thing is to just use the test strips and find out if the system is working at all. And then if it is, okay, good, just do what you're doing. And if it isn't, then you got to experiment and try to figure it out. Right. So it's not usually the only thing to, that you know, to take care of all of these issues. However, it is the base. Okay. You know, you open up your circulation and microcirculation so whatever else you're taking or doing can get to where it needs to go. So it's the base. Fundamentally, I guess, if, if your blood is not circulating well, then nothing's going to work right. It's not. Well, this is good. All right, I'll get the links to Berkeley in the show notes so people can check that out. And that's a wrap. Beth, thank you very much. This has been very educational. I'm going to say very important to my life. Thank you. Good, 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 good. Thank you for having me. All right, thanks, Beth. Appreciate it so much. That's great stuff. Fantastic. Well, you guys have a great night. All right. Thank you so much for listening in to our discussion with Beth Shirley about nitric oxide. Be sure to check the show notes for useful links, including one to get discounted test strips so that you can find out if you need to make changes to boost your nitric oxide.